What is up, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to build out a contagious brand. How do we get a lot of people really interested in our businesses? And how do we do this even if we feel like we are in a saturated market? We're going to be talking about all of this in this episode. We are joined today by a two-time best-selling author, blogger, speaker, and the founder of the hashtag Pink Fix Movement, a community of women that helps other women to build their careers and businesses, build prosperity, and form lasting relationships. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Jessica Weaver. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. The energy. I love it. Thank you for having me. Jessica, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And so many people want to learn, how do I get people not just to learn about me and know that my brand exists, but to be very active participants, to be very like loyal in the sense where you are eagerly awaiting for that video to drop, that podcast episode to drop. How do we create the type of atmosphere where people who come across our brand the first time are really encouraged to come back for more? You know, they're like eagerly waiting, waiting, like a little child anticipating Christmas morning. What's the next thing? What's the next event? What's the next book that's going to come out? That fan base, the, the loyal following. And it's true. You know, there's several different pieces to this. And I'm in a very traditional industry. I'm a financial advisor. It's the boys club. It's mostly men. And I'm like, I, I blended in, right? I would wear a black suit and a ponytail, try to become as masculine as I can. And then I realized that's the opposite of what I need to be doing. It took a few years, but finally giving myself permission to be who I am and to completely throw out the rule book. You know, I don't agree with how our industry does things. And I think that polar opposite take caught people's attention. Like, oh, what is this about? Do you mean I don't have to follow a budget? Okay, I'm curious how I can spend more while actually saving more money too. So when you start to separate yourself from the herd, even in a saturated market, I am in a very overly saturated market. There are so many advisors and I like that because that means I can separate myself more and more from the rest of them. So it's really throwing out the rule book to how you've been told to do things, right? The Kool-Aid that your firm, your industry, everyone else is doing things, do it the complete opposite. Instead of trying to do it better, completely change the game on it. Flip the script and separate yourself from the herd. And that becomes contagious. It's kind of that energy that we show up with. And part of being contagious is people have to notice you in a way where you're not just blending in. Like Jessica talked about when she was working for the financial firm, like she, she wanted to blend in initially, but then she realized this was the wrong way of doing things. And part of a contagious brand is that it truly stands out. It's not trying to be a knockoff version of another brand. It is building out its own identity. And I feel like so many people are afraid of taking that jump, especially when they see that something is already working. They don't want to step out of line. How can we get like really embrace who we are in the sense where we are willing to step out there and not like just be a cookie cutter version of someone else or some other brand and really embrace the type of direction we want to take. 
I like that you said cookie cutter and that's exactly it, right? We almost have to refine who we are and what our voice is, what we want our voice to be. What's our passion? What's our why? Who are we trying to connect with? Because sometimes we're talking to the wrong people. And that's another big thing I talk about is you need to surround yourself with people who get you and who hear you and who you want to help instead of trying to surround yourself, right? I'll go to some networking event. And if I am exhausted by the end of it, it's because I'm trying to be somebody I'm not trying to be who they want me to be. And they're not my people I should be around. They're not going to be my followers. I need to just say no to those distractions really. And just keep building out the people who do get me and who want to learn more about me. Exactly. I'll give you an example. I went to the post office the other day to send out some mailers and my whole brand is hot pink. It's very different for a financial advisor to have hot pink on everything. And we have these bright envelopes. We call them our pink fix packages. And this woman was looking at me. She goes, can I ask you what's in those envelopes? And I said, it's my books. I'm sending them out to different TV producers. And she goes, you're a writer? And she wanted to know more about me instantly. So then she became a prospect. And then the woman's working at the post office. Like, I need to get your book. I need your number. So just from having hot pink envelopes that stood out so much, I got two prospects. And it's really following what you love. I just keep surrounding myself and doing things that feel good, that I love doing. And going back to that energy. If you're doing something you hate doing, your energy is going to come across. You're not showing up at your highest and people are going to feel that and it's going to repel them. It's going to become a money block for you instead of keep adding in things that feel good. And that just becomes your brand. It's almost like a living being in itself, your brand. And I love the pink envelope example because <laughs> that's one of those things where it's you it's something that not everybody's going to do. It's like, I, like I hear your like approach and I'm not going to rush out and do pink envelopes because that's just not <laughs> something that makes sense for me, but it's something that makes sense for Jessica and her brand. And when you're giving a pink envelope rather than your usual white envelope, people are going to get curious. They're going to ask questions because that person who saw the pink envelope, that person's probably never going to see a pink envelope again unless Jessica comes walking back in again and they just happen to be there. So definitely look for ways you could stand out. It could be something very small, just like a different color envelope that can invite the conversation. I think the key here, invite the conversation. Get Ooh, people to yes. ask the question. Get people to want to learn more about you. That's how you're able to take them on a deeper journey. But on that journey, a concern that some people have is I am late to the game. I see all these other people who are super successful in this already. Like some people say podcasting is a saturated space, but YouTube's got way more channels and people say YouTube is a saturated space. And there is competition, but I feel like when people say saturated space, it's kind of a, oh, that's why it's not working for me. So I want to go into how do we create a contagious brand even in a space that is, quote, saturated? Such a good point. And I do love to point out the conversation starters. It's kind of opening that door. And when I think of contagious brands, it's almost like when you find the right person to work with, it's like you're coming home. And that's what you want it to feel like. You want them to feel so welcome, like they're walking into 
the home for women who are working with me, right? They're coming into home with their money. They feel safe. They feel secure. They feel like somebody hears them and gets them and is out there to work just for them and to have that. So how do we do it? Especially when you feel like you're playing catch up or it's already, everyone's already been doing it. And then we start to fall into that spiral of, I should be doing this. I should have an online course. I should be on all these, like TikTok. I should be on all these different platforms. And then you get caught up chasing and then you get caught up blending in. Again, <laughs> kind of our first point we were talking about, right? And it's true. And I was doing the same thing. Like, I don't need to be doing any of these things. I could take a whole month off if I wanted to because that's what I, it feels right to be doing. And that's how I'm going to stand out by not being on all over these things and almost saturating yourself too. And it's seeing, getting so specific on your demographic, who you are targeting, where are they spending their time? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? What time of day are they spending it? Even when we do events, we're so strategic on who's showing up to the events. Is it a working mom who has bedtime after work? Is it a woman business owner who has more time during the day? And figure out this is when we need to be meeting our audience because this is where they have time and how much time they have to dedicate to it. Do they need smaller bite-sized pieces? Do they need one longer event to just jam it all in? And even do I need to be taking on almost becoming their money virtual assistant, right? And then I delegate it to my team, taking it all off their back because they have no time to do any of it. So that's really how you can, no matter how saturated it is, you're, if you are specific enough in your demographic and who you are targeting, you're going to find ways to hit them right in their heart, right in their home, and how to work with them and show up when and how, where they need you to. I definitely believe that. I mean, I feel like you got to be possibility focused. Like instead, like if you think it's too saturated, like you've already lost the battle. If you think of <laughs> there's a lot of people in the space, but I'm going to find my way. I'm going to carve my little spot and it's going to be where I interact with my people. That's you're on the start on the victory path. One yes. of the things that I do want to address though, is that every single year there seems to be a new social network. Clubhouse is this is the clubhouse is the one you're supposed to be on now. Last year it was TikTok, and next year it's going to be another social network. And with all of these social networks, like you've got like kind of like if you're a pioneer, it could work very well for you, where like you're one of the first people to embrace it. But I feel like going back to this idea of creating a contagious brand, there is this sense of rush to go on these other social networks. And I feel like it's just one of the many instances of shiny objects. So Ooh, how point. can we stay focused on our path? And maybe we see something like a clubhouse or a TikTok, and uh, maybe it works out for some people, for a lot of other people, like statistically, honestly, a lot of other people relative to who are on it, it is a shiny object. How do we not get distracted by the shiny object and continue to say, this is the space I've carved out in my industry and these are my people? I think that's it. It's a consistency, right? Your audience wants you to show up in a certain way at a certain time on a certain platform. And it's true, like knowing your demographic, right? I work with a lot of women in the corporate world who are close to retirement. They're not on a lot of these social media platforms. They're still on Facebook. And I 
this is what seems to be happening. I don't know about you, Mark, but for me, it seems, right? Facebook then got overrun by business owners. Then Instagram got overrun by business owners, right? So it's almost like the non-business owners are fleeing to these other platforms to try to get away from us. But I think it really is showing up consistently and stop trying to saturate yourself over all these things and then half-assing it on all these different platforms. It's like really focusing, for me, it's always, what is, we want quality over quantity, right? To have 10,000 followers, but only one is engaged with you, what is, what's that going to do? How are you really helping them? But to have a really engaged, loyal following is so much more important. And that's how you, for the people to know that you care and that you're there for them. And we even do whole marketing campaigns. Like how can we just treat our fans, the people who are loyal to us, loyal readers on our social media, commenting, are engaged. How do we treat them too? Like as if they're clients. And looking at that approach, kind of nurturing those people and saying, like, we're really grateful for you showing up for us and we want to help you more and more. So it's, it's building that relationship beyond just gathering more and more followers and getting distracted by all the latest things. And I love this focus on the individual because I feel like so many people are, how do I get more followers? How do I boost my numbers? Uh, because people think that boosting your numbers leads to more engagement and more customers and more relationships. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have a hundred people who really care about what I'm doing versus 10,000 followers who they don't really remember that they followed me. And I think that's a very important distinction to make for any business owner. And it puts into new perspective, a clubhouse or a TikTok or the next social media that is going to take our attention and then be this new go-to hub. So as you look at these different, some of them are really great opportunities. If you jump in, there are some people, clubhouses like literally transform their business. But if you lose sight of the space you've carved out in your industry and you lose that consistency and you stop showing up for your people, that is where a lot of the progress you made could be instantly lost. And it is part of building a contagious brand, not just to show up once, but to show up again and again and again and even if you've been doing it for years and you just suddenly start uh, stop showing up, that can have really a really bad impact. So focus on that place you've carved and don't let the shiny objects take you away from that main goal. And the referrals you get when you do prioritize that relationship over getting more and more followers, it's amazing the referrals even we're getting this year have just taken off. And it's because like, Staying focused and prioritizing who is important to you, building those relationships, and that's how it becomes contagious. Like people can't stop talking about you because they feel like you are in their minds. <laughs> that's how much you know your demographic, your target client. They know they feel like you're in your mind. They're re you're reading their mind constantly, and they can't help but talk about you to other people and bring you up because it, it's almost like they feel like they've already had a conversation with you without even having to be in the room. When you build your your campaign and your brand, right? It feels like they already know your whole life. So of course they're going to talk about you. <laughs> and I mean, referral, word of mouth, like social media marketing, online marketing, it's all good. And you know, you want to have that in your business for a lot of businesses, but word of mouth is still one of the most dominant forms of marketing and allows you to build relationships very quickly. And we're actually going to run an example of this because Jessica has been such a great guest and I do encourage you guys to check out all of her resources. We will have her books. Uh, but Jessica, I am wondering what, like, where do we go 
to keep following your journey and all the great work you're doing. Oh, thank you, Mark. Yes, everything is on jessicaweaver.com. We have my first book, Strong Woman, Stronger Assets. My second best-selling book, Time to Refine. My blog, Not Your Father's Advisor. All events, so many resources. And my new book that's launching, Confessions of a Money Queen, with my 10 money moves women can make to really open up their money blocks. So start receiving, becoming prosperous, living Imagine more money than you know what to do with. That's my goal for the women I work with. More money than they know what to freaking do with it. And to have that abundance each and every day of their life. Well, I mean, that's something you really want with your money. Everybody wants to learn how to make more money. So we will have that book in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out Jessica's website as well. And Breakthrough Success listeners, once again, thanks for joining us on another episode. And thank you, Jessica, for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Mark. This was so much fun.